Hi, this is David Mastio, California editor for the Center Square, and this is California in Focus. As always, I'm joined by Kenneth Strupp, a California reporter for the Center Square. Today, we're talking about a proposal to require an annual tax and registration of all guns in California in private hands. Tell me about the proposal, Kenneth. The California legislature has introduced a proposal to require gun owners in the state to pay an annual tax and register each year each gun they own. Those who fail to register and pay the tax would pay a up to $1,000 fine per violation, and uh, this would be creation of a new crime of an infraction level. How much is the tax? Do we know? We don't know. The legislation currently on the record would authorize the creation of a fee to be paid each year for the administration of the registration service that would have to be refiled every year. We don't know how much that fee could be. It could, it could be quite a lot of money. If we're looking at background check costs, it could be a couple hundred bucks a year. But we don't know. We don't know. How will registration work? Who would keep the records? Gun owners would have to register their firearms with the California Department of Justice, likely through a form that is then put into a portal and can likely be subject to a number of data entry or other human errors, as we've seen with California's um, ammo background check system, which has approximately 12% failure rate, mostly from data, just from data entry issues. The real problem here, though, is most of this data would probably become public in some way or another. Under AB 173, a bill passed a few years ago, gun violence researchers or anybody who's from a, quote, bona fide research institution, aka a student maybe undertaking a project on gun violence, could have access to all the personal identifying data of California's gun owners as they are now, the people who are licensed and in the system. There's also an earlier breach of data that people should be concerned of when the California Department of Justice accidentally left an open and public website with every single concealed carry permit holder and applicant's personal information listed. How will gun owners react to this new registration database and tax? I can imagine that there's going to be a number of lawsuits against this bill. We saw there was a Supreme Court case from about 100 years ago when a, I believe, city or a state decided to put a tax on the special type of paper and ink used by newspapers to reduce newspaper circulation and use. Um, one can easily see how you would have a similar argument made where with the previous case I just mentioned, the Supreme Court found that this is a violation of the First Amendment, whereby limiting the access to materials to print the news was chilling the ability of the speech. It is likely that there would be a court case from gun owners saying that this would have a chilling effect on Second Amendment use, given, of course, the state's history of disclosure of information on gun owners and uh, attempts to severely regulate guns more and more. What will be done with the registration database other than give it to researchers? The first recipient and, I guess, designed recipient of this data was the UC Davis Gun Violence Prevention Center, which largely works with the state legislature to craft new gun control policies. So it's mostly progressive-leaning professors and academics using this data to figure out new ways to justify new kinds of gun control. Do you know of any other states that have a statewide annual tax on gun ownership? As is often the case, this is a first-in-the-nation attempt at doing so. 
do we know what the chances are that this will that this will pass the legislature? Um, given the governor's emphasis on reducing gun violence through passing his national constitutional amendment to raise the age to purchase firearms, uh, require universal background checks, ban all weapons with the aesthetic characteristics that classify them as, quote, assault weapons, it does seem like the California Democrats are ready to pass this. And likely other states would follow suit if it if it passes muster in California. One question I forgot to ask is how many other cases are already working their way through the court system in California? There are quite a few cases. Um, the Gun Owners of California Association is uh, Second Amendment group is challenging this new law requiring that gun dealers maintain 24-7 camera and audio footage for one year. They say the move violates constitutional rights by requiring extensive video and audio surveillance um, in gun shops, shows, and in the case of people who are federal firearm licensees who sell from their home, surveillance within their home. Um, There's another ruling that is being appealed by other California gun owners on the sharing of personal data on gun owners with researchers, saying that that has a chilling potential on gun ownership and creates a number of issues for citizens' privacy. The other is the state's ban on standard capacity magazines holding more than 10 bullets was overturned at a district-level court. The next level up, the circuit-level court, the Ninth Circuit, declined to maintain the injunction that was granted by the district court, uh, but people were able to buy the standard capacity magazines for a one week in something called Freedom Week. That case is now working its way through the, through the Ninth Circuit. The other big case would be the overturning of the state's assault weapons ban. Um, the state defines assault weapons as normal guns. Most guns are semi-automatic guns where one pull of the trigger fires one shot. Assault rifles are just descriptors used for the kind of different grips or other cosmetic attachments that a gun might be able to have that don't really change its function. That ban is now making its way through the Ninth Circuit and could be fully overturned within the next few years as well. And going back to the to the characteristics of assault weapons, these these uh, cosmetic characteristics, like for instance, they don't have to have anything to do with the firing of the weapon or how deadly it is. Like for instance, one of them is having an attachment for a bayonet. Is that right? Right. And that doesn't make the gun any deadlier. No. I mean, all all modern firearms that you can buy in America today essentially are you pull the trigger once, one bullet comes out. Bullet might be a different sizes. The gun might be longer or shorter. It could be a pistol. It could be a rifle. But that's fundamentally how all these guns work. And whether or not you can put a foregrip on it, I think I'm pretty sure those are banned. Or you're not allowed to have a folding stock, so you're not allowed to have the end of the end of the gun that your shoulder goes into fold in California. There are a lot of funny little rules that we have here that don't seem to really make a major difference in the functioning of the gun. I'm David Mastio with the Center Square, and we've been talking with Kenneth Shrupp, California reporter for the Center Square. You can read his work at thecentersquare.com. Thank you for listening to California in Focus, and please subscribe to our podcast. Like to stay informed on the go? Audible has an ever-growing selection of audiobooks at your fingertips. Whether it's that classic you've been meaning to get to or the new release you've been waiting for, follow the link in our show description to get 30 days of Audible free.